everybody. This is David Crennan, America's GM, and I am on Legends of Tabletop. Here we go! Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. Anything you want to talk about or do before you have your meeting with the Minstorm? Uh, I will begin to make preparations knowing that we're going to footfall so i will issue commands to say you know make sure the fuel's up to speed make sure we've got food we're you know gonna i don't know if this is going to require a warp i guess this is going to be a warp trip so make sure we have enough food um you know weapon systems are, are functioning properly like you know we're a complete shakedown of the ship in preparation of leaving shortly okay to yeah, do we wanna, it is a it is a trip through the warp to get there. Okay. Do, do we want to play one side or the other? Do 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 the two sides know that they're both looking for this, or you know, should we go into the ecclesiarchy and say, you know, we were offered a deal on the other side. What can you do for us? Or you know, I don't know if that knowledge should be separate. I I believe that in our discussion with the ecclesiarchy, we should. Uh, Keep these matters separate and weigh what our best option will be, depending on what they offer us. Okay. If it seems that they are reticent to offer anything, then we can subtly indicate that there are uh, offers on the table okay. to acquire said artifact. Yeah, I think, too, that the Mechanicus, knowing that we might drop it off to the Ecclesiarchy, I think it'd tick them off, but their understanding of it. But if, I think that if the Ecclesiarchy knew that we talked to the Mechanicus about this, that they'd be quite a bit more pissed off. Maybe we should have dropped John from this call real quick and then made him call back. <laughs> <laughs> well, my other... I was I mean, playing with my flame, so I didn't hear was, that. <laughs> my other thought was maybe we should have went to the Ministorium first and then went over because then there would be less of that information available to come out in said conversation. But eh, what's done is done. Yep. Whatever they don't... Yeah. I was about I, I to say whatever they don't know doesn't hurt him, but I forgot that John is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the hip pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I will pull Kane aside at some point when we, we have a quiet moment and, and just. Oh, it's funny. To... I was going to pull you aside. So. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So go ahead then. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll go to your, to your quarters and give you a little bit of a ring. I want to do this like off, even like off bridge away from people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, in, uh, I'm in my quarters. I'm drinking a little Amasek. I'm kind of relaxing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, Captain, I'm worried about the priest. Yes. 
he seemed a little too, uh, too little too eager to join up with the uh, with the mechanics. It, it is indeed interesting that uh, that a, a stoic brother of the ecclesiarchy would be uh, willing to to work with the with the mechanicus. It is it's a strange indeed. Uh, it could work to our benefit in the long run. Uh, the the ship has a long history of of uh, ecclesiarchical presence on the ship. Uh, we've we've strayed a little bit from the uh, the god emperor's path. Uh, there's other considerations other than than one soul. Uh, you know, thrown in the pocket is is worth a little bit more than uh, you know the the health of one soul potentially. Uh, your soul won't put the fuel in the cruiser, right? Uh, that is right, Captain. I've been around some of them, and I know that uh, that a lot of them can kind of just tell their way and then do what they want to do. And I'm I'm worried that this guy's gonna go along with the ride, and uh, and they well, like the uh, like the mechanic said, the the uh, ecclesiarchy would rather see this thing destroyed than studied. I'm worried that he's just going to kind of, kind of set a fire up under it, and uh, and call it a day. Uh, they do love their flamethrowers. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, they they are very um, focused, f- focused like a like a laser, as it were. Uh, they are they are very um, strict and then uh, very. Um, so much editing. Take all those us out. <laughs> um, they, they are very uh, um, rigid in their in their thinking, um, and it 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 serves its its function to the empire to the imperium. Um, we uh, we must be somewhat more broad in our scope to make sure that the uh, the house gets its due and the uh, the honor of of the name of Hollerman perpetuates uh, through the imperium. Um, he he may yet prove to be a useful tool, but um, you know we want to uh, keep an eye on him. And there's always Plan B. Yeah. And he just he nods, assuming that Kane knows what that means. I got you on that one. That doesn't sound. I'm just good. Uh, maybe we want to if we uh, end up do getting this tech on board, maybe set up a couple of uh, extra servitors around just in case. Well, I, I trust that your uh, your security detail will be uh, instructed appropriately. I have no uh, no worries about your organizational abilities. Ah, thank you on that one, Captain. Gives him the nod. Um, we we may wind up keeping this technology for ourselves. You understand? Uh, if we can detach ourselves from the the uh, the structure of the of the uh, God Emperor's light through the warp it may prove beneficial in our endeavors to expand our power base. Yeah, spend five to get fifty. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Always the pragmatist. Yeah. Well, I, I say we we play these things close to the vest. Of of course, you uh, you understand. And it gives kind of a little nod in the finger to the eyebrow i think emis will be less of a problem i think he is uh concerned more for his soul he's a 
uh, I think we'll be able to work with him a little bit better. It just may take a little bit more cajoling. I think that uh, that a little bit of leeway with the ship too definitely help on that end. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, just uh, stay frosty. I'm going to go uh, shine up Jan and I'll meet you on the deck. I'll see you there. And we'll wait until the uh, Seneschal reappears and, and gives us other information. I think uh, I think Amaz wants to go talk to Jern and quickly also as an aside. Sure. If that's all right. Oh, <laughs> oh there's already machinations, guys. I don't know about been an hour, damn it. So I think I'll go up to Jarn and, and just um, you know, just look at him with a little bit a little bit of deference and just say I would like to know your feelings on the situation so far, brother. Uh, my feelings are that we have two vastly different paths in front of us. One is for the glory of the God Emperor. One is for the protection of the God Emperor. One is for the protection of the Empire itself. So we need to decide which is more important to us as a crew. The continued protection of the Empire or the glory of the God Emperor? Which do you... Where do you fall on? Actually, I wasn't. Ex- no, that's actually that's really, really good. And I wasn't expecting that. But so I'll, I'll shake my head and just say, you know, I just wanted to make sure if there was any kind of concerns that you had. But I think maybe we are all more on the same page than than I at least I was thinking. And then I'll just bow quickly and walk away. Yeah, and while he's walking away, John kind of almost smirks but not quite. And then he just kind of bows to the bows to his back and then kind of turns and walks away. He's like a double triple agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should give it to these guys. What do you think about that? <laughs> scary. Uh, so are you calling the Estenishal back for information now? Or are you looking for the meeting with the Ecclesiarchy? Oh, I assume he was going to send us the information to have the meeting with the Ecclesiarchy, yep. whether he came himself or, or sent yeah, a runner or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll set that up. Um, the Ecclesiarchy meeting uh, is in the, uh, clearly, uh, the Adeptus Ministorum section. Um, oh, let me interrupt real quick. Yeah. If he tells us who we're meeting, can I make a roll? Sure. Uh, yeah, see if I know... You're meeting with a high priest uh, of the uh, Adeptus Ministerum, Carnot Stand, S-T-A-A-N-D, Stand, K-A-R-N-O-T, because everything in Rogue Trader I like to spell with weird consonants. <laughs> <laughs> could, could I fall back on common lore Imperium again, or would that be something different? Uh, you'd actually have to know common lore. I believe common lore ecclesiarchy is an actual knowledge skill. I don't have it. So half would be 20, but I'll make the roll. I mean, yeah, you could try Imperium, but it's definitely a Clusiarchy. So would this be something... Fuck, I rolled 100. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the zero, I'm like, oh shit, it's gonna be... Uh, oh no, it's 100. Do you think he tried to rape the God Emperor's corpse? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never heard of this guy before in my life. He's a Xenos worshiper, and uh, that's all. <laughs> Just something that Bessie can God roll? Damn, 100. Uh, yeah, you got to. I had to say, you had to have that, some knowledge similar, right? Of I have common lore imperial creed and imperium and scholastic lore imperial creed i don't have anything straight ecclesiarchy oh, really yeah the imperial creed kind of ties into that too though doesn't it or is that more just the yeah it's more like what you are and aren't supposed to be. okay gotcha yeah it's kind of what i focused on okay fuck people so not, okay so not the interaction sense. yeah 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 yeah, let me just double check real quick. I also have Forbidden Lore Heresy. If this guy's kind of a douche, I might know him. Yeah, <laughs> no, so definitely Ecclesiarchy is a common lore skill. So, so yeah. obviously the road trader thinks he's some kind of heretic, so can we all get that to clear that up? Uh, you guys have that? Tr- I mean, uh, if anyone wants to try a half skill... So is that legitimately what I think, or is it more that I just don't know who this no, guy is? Fucking right. Yeah, you, you literally are like, I don't know anyone at all in the patriarchy at this point. They're like, I have no fucking idea who this guy is. I've never heard this name. This might as well be a stack of papers. I never read it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like at a hundred, you just like not even cl- you're like no clue that guy. Like I've literally never heard this guy. Yeah, that name Bob? Is. His name is Horace, right? There. Yeah. 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 No, Rick. He's Rick. <laughs> so what's the name again? Because when I meet him, I want to say something different. Yeah, Carnot. K-A-R-N-O-T-S-T-A-A-N-D. Carnot Stand. Cronut. Cronut Stand. Starnut Crand. Crab apple stapped. <laughs> Tasty cake. No, yeah, I I wouldn't say anything to uh, to Jarnan because I just was kind of like thinking, okay, so we're gonna meet this guy. What do I know about this guy? What can I use against him? What sort of leverage might I have? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. And I wouldn't want him to know that, so I wouldn't be like, hey, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. What can you tell me about your friend in the Ecclesiarchy? Although, yeah, he he does not have that common knowledge even. So, you know, uh, he's a real bad missionary. He's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I guess maybe he's the best missionary because he's like, look, I know what the Imperium says to do, and I don't know anything about how the church has twisted it. <laughs> he's, he's like a super, like, Book of Leviticus guy. Like, that's his wheelhouse. Yeah, he's like, that's all I know, guys. I like we're that. Burn you for this. Oh, we're gonna burn you for that. Stoning her. Like I got it. I got that shit. And cheeseburgers off limits. But father who? Archbishop <laughs> what? Well, it's uh, just it makes it nice if some guy some guy walks up and is like, "Do you know who I am? I'm allowed to." Do that. He's like, "No, I have no fucking clue who you are." And no, you're not allowed to do that. What is a space? <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you don't you don't know. Uh, I, someone else can try if they want to try a completely untrained check. They can they can see I, if they do something. I, I might say something to Kane. Be like, do you know? Like, I I've never heard of this guy. Do you do you know who he is? Have you ever come across this guy before? And uh, he'll just give a shake of the head and think, not usually the crowd that I ran around with. Uh, that's what I figured. Okay. I thought perhaps something through the grapevine. I don't like Ooh. grapes. Uh, let me see. Uh, so can I make – well, so let me ask you this. Can I make an underworld check? So when the guy comes in, I'm assuming it's another one of the underworld contacts. This is like, hey – you know, Aura sent me, you're going to meet with this guy. And I just kind of grab him and I steer him and I'm like, what can you tell me about this guy? Yeah, let me look and see. You know, is, is he like, you know, a pedophile priest? Is he, you know, like I'm sure there's, if there, if there are things, then that might be known by somebody then. Uh, okay, so, so if you go for Underworld... It will depend on whether he's has underworld dealings because it is sure. based on underworld knowledge. However, there are also things like inquiry, for instance, which is a skill that I'm not sure if you have that allows you to have people go find stuff for you. Yeah, I have. So I have it at basic, which would be twenty five. Um, can, can anybody do that or only the rogue tra- uh, anyone that had it would be able to do that I have it trained cover my bases there we go yeah that's uh, you, you yeah, send your choir boy out to <laughs> and or somebody that one of your agents because you guys are like essentially all like admiral level right you have like hundreds of people that work for you that you would have at any given station so inquiry would be like hey i want someone to go find out in this sort of information whatever you want to know you probably have to specify what it is you can't just be like who is this guy actually like oh it's a high priest uh you know that but like if you want to know certain things or you're trying to (laughs) suss out some information you can roll that to see if someone can dig up information for you that's 100 percent viable Mm-hmm. What better to have a missionary send people out to find info on the ecclesiarchy? <laughs> I, yeah, but again, I I wouldn't ask him because I wouldn't want him to know that I was kind of going like preloaded, like looking for things for leverage. Yeah, that's my well, debate. You are a rogue trader. Yeah, but my debate is: Would <laughs> Jarnan actually go along with that plan? Like, go dig up yes, dirt because- on this guy so we can make a better deal with him. True. It doesn't have to be dirt per se. Maybe you want to know, yeah, you know what his, his favorite chocolate is and his turnoffs, so that you can be like, guess what? I love walks on the beach. <laughs> rainy days. And he's I like, brought you some no. caramel lints. I like yeah. short walks on the beach. I'm lazy. That's right. I know you like lilies. Yeah, me too. We're totally BFFs. Here's all of the money. So maybe Kane and I have that conversation then, and he's like, 
hey, you know, maybe you should ask the missionary. And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, you know, but like, so we have this sort of like meta conversation in game. They're like, well, okay, I see the wisdom in that. Maybe that'll work. And I say, well, I'll ask him what would be the best way to approach him? What information does he have in regards to, and I say something like, you know, commute stand or something. So I'll, I'll go out and find Jarn and then I'll be like, hey, what do you know about this, you know, Kamut strand guy? Anything? Like, you know, we want to make sure we go in and we make a good impression. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're dealing fairly and squarely with the ecclesiarchy. Of course, this is your, your, uh, the, the, your, your preferred branch, your, you know, your, your spiritual guidance. We want to make sure that we're approaching respectfully. Is there anything that we should know about uh, this high priest? Uh, I do appreciate that you want to find out information so that you can be respectful when going to see the ministro. And I'm equally happy to see that you did not show this respect to the mechanicus. I will see what I can find out for you. And I'm, of course, everything for the God Emperor's glory. Of course. And I'm going to go to like one of my uh, like underling missionary, like acolytes. Yep. Yeah, you have acolytes. All right. So I'm going to go to one of my acolytes and I'm going to say, you know, find out what you can about this Karnat stand. I think was his actual name. Yep. Okay. Um, you know, find out what he finds to be disrespectful so that our captain doesn't make a fool of himself in front of the ministrome before we can even begin to speak to them about this mission that we may be undertaking for them. Okay. They, yeah, they, they agree. They can, they'll go kind of talk with who they can in the local, uh, ecclesiarchy. So roll your inquiry. All right. And so basically, just to, this is my first one. So I just basically have to roll under what my fellowship is. Right. Yes, sir. All right. I got 17 out of 50. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're like, oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, he has so much porn on his computer. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they come back. The as far as um, they can find, he is definitely a a, a fire and brimstone type, uh, you know, member of the ecclesiarchy. Uh, he's very devout and very. Uh, he doesn't see a lot of gray area in in interpretation of you know, rights and privileges and expectations of the emperor's creed. Um, and uh, you, because that was a pretty good role, uh, you, because your warrant of trade was granted at a ministerum bequest, it is likely he feels like you owe them a lot <laughs> slash more than a lot. Like um, knowing that he knows your writ of trade, 
he knows that the Ministorum was the one that originally granted their quest. And so he may be less likely to, you know, stand up to threats or, hey, we're doing you a favor style negotiation. Because as far as he's concerned, the, you, the Ministorum is the one that gave you this freedom and all this privilege. So you should help them. This is going to go very poorly. <laughs> yeah, this is totally going poorly for you. You could clearly cancel the meeting on said knowledge if it's shared with you, but that that's just, that's kind of how he feels. Uh, he's definitely pompous and playing to ego helps. Uh, but yeah, um, that's kind of his general thought. Um, and that is your agents kind of pull out that, yeah, that's, He's less likely to deal with you from a less likely to give you more than expected because you owe them. Okay. All right. Kind of glad I rolled really well then. I know this really going to help us, but. <laughs> but you can, you, you can always turn that, right? You know? It depends on uh, how we'll, you we'll go. Get all right, so we, I will uh, I will gather the crew, and uh, you know I guess uh, Jordan and I are having a conversation on the rest of the the the, um, the council. So not not summoned like, hey, you're at my back and call, but like, hey, it's time to go, and you know we got a meeting in a half an hour. Yeah, uh, about this meeting, uh, have you ever met Carnot Stand? I have no idea who the hell this guy is. Other than the fact that he's a high priest. All right. Um, you know how inflexible I can be when it comes to the faith. Uh, he what? is more inflexible than me. I, I, I kind of like, I kind of give him like the shoulder punch. I'm like, is that even possible? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, mm. <laughs> uh, he also doesn't like you. Personally. Me specifically. You specifically. Uh, he feels that you owe him a debt because it was the Ministorum who gave you the writ of trade. So you are entering into this discussion already at a disadvantage. So you better be on your best behavior and you better show him the amount of respect he deserves and has earned or he's not even going to talk to you. Well, I don't understand why he would have such a personal animosity towards myself. Of course, the, the, the warrant has been granted a thousand years ago. I have done nothing to a uh, slight commute. Oh. <laughs> well, just make sure you don't do anything to slight a commute when you're in his presence. Of course. Uh, are any uh, any suggestions to uh, proceed negotiations? Does he have a uh, favorite, um, maybe undesirable trait? Is he uh, fancy? Um, no. Slave girls or uh, no, not uh, at all. Specific brand of amisek that he would prefer? That I don't know. Do not know. I don't even know if he drinks. But probably not. Yeah, you. Yeah, he has. He does 
that was a good role. So yeah, you know, uh, but it's super, it's super expensive. Super. Rare. <laughs> like, I mean, this is shit. He gets like, you wouldn't really call it black market, but like, yeah, like something's hot. Like, like in China where they have like levels of how awesome tea, like their tea is. And like, there were certain teas that were just for like the emperor and like the highest level this guy can somehow, you know, he does get stuff that's from that highest level, even though he's not quite there yet. It's expensive taste. If you could get that, you may, you may be rewarded uh, for your forethought. Um, that would be a fun, you would have to try, try to get that. Would that be a underworld role for me to try to... Um apply my, my underworld contacts to score a potential uh, bottle or case or, or whatever the case may be? Yeah. Yeah. Underworld would secure you depending on your role. Yeah. Some well, amount yeah. of fairly difficult slash mostly elite, like, yeah, like unavailable stuff. Um, so, yeah, it would be kind of black market goods for sure. Um, All right. Is what's peer? What is that an intelligence based thing? Uh, peer's fellowship. I believe. Oh, I'm good at that. Shit. <laughs> so I. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, so is the guy still standing there, or can I summon Oris to uh, to come? I, I summon Oris because I want him to handle this personally. If he's my main uh, contact. Yeah, you can summon him. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, uh, Lord Captain, I am at your service, sir. It uh, it comes to my attention that um, this uh, Carnot stand uh, has a very uh, displeasurable thought of me. Uh, I don't quite understand it. Of course, I'm very amicable uh, rogue trader. You are such a generous and wise Lord Captain serving the Emperor so justly why would such I, I hold my hand and i can you know not now not now we have business to attend to <laughs> comes to my attention uh, through various means that he has a uh, proclivity to a, a certain black label amasek uh would it be possible to procure uh, said amasek before our meeting uh going in uh, sort of hedging my bets as it were to try to um remove the uh, the uh, foul taste from his mouth ah uh, truly wise lord captain i couldn't have said it better myself of course it is always gracious to bring your host a gift and such a personal gift i believe would be truly well received uh i will do my best to procure what i can um, I could roll, of course, my your NPC shitty roll, but I would prefer you roll the fellowship. Like to roll. All right, and then my fellowship is fifty. I have a plus ten to uh, peer underworld interactions. Yeah, you so can do that. Yeah, yeah. Rolling against sixty. Fuck you! I rolled a sixty-seven. <laughs> uh, he comes back a day later. Um, yeah, timeline as far as meeting the Ecclesiarchy, you can push it or whatever, but he's like, Lord Captain, I apologize. Please do not punish me, but I contacted everyone we know, and it is 
unfortunately, I'm unable to procure the MSEC. It seems at best it would take several months through our channels to obtain even a bottle. I'm sorry, please do not recycle me into corpse starch, sir. You, you have more use to me, uh, fully functional, than as a, a servitor or as corpse starch. Uh, I, I will not fail again. But as you know, we are on the fringes even at Port Wonder. This far off into the sector is very difficult to find such extremely extravagant goods. And I apologize for our failure. I'm sure that you tried your hardest on such short notice to procure such a valuable and rare item. I would, uh, I would caution that you uh, continue your search as we still could send this as a gift even afterwards, as our trip will undoubtedly take uh, an inordinate amount of time, you know, due to the vagaries of warp travel. Lord Captain, I will put the works in motion as soon as I leave the room. I promise you the MSEC will be within our possession within, I will stake my life within the month. I will have at least one bottle. Uh, if you would like me to deliver it personally, I will. I do. And are you sure you wish to stake your life? Because I will hold you to that. Of course, Lord Captain. I would never stake such a promise and such a high esteem as to bestow upon a high priest his favored luxury. I will have it. It will be done. Make sure you put a big bow on it and he knows that it's from me. Of course, I would never be so presumptuous to say what is from me. It would be, of course, directly from you, Lord Captain. I just, I wave him out. He, he goes, he scurries out really quickly. Okay, so I will. Uh, so, so when the group re the super group reassembles, I will. Uh, I will pull Jarn into the side and say, uh, "I attempted to uh, to uh, acquire the uh, the the high priest's um, preferred beverage uh, to no avail. It uh, seems to be unavailable. Although we have uh, agents searching, uh, it may not benefit us in this." current negotiation, but we will have uh, a bottle to provide for him from us uh, in goodwill. Well, at least he tried. This may actually come out as a good thing. He may have seen it as a bribe. Ah, there's always that. So we will, uh, we will proceed as we are, and hopefully uh, the emperor will favor our negotiation. And I, I give uh, Jarnus a, a curt bow. I will give him kind of like a, a head nod. You're such, oh. a, you're such a nice Lord Captain. I'm greasing the skids. It's early still. <laughs> That's right. But I, when didn't, he... I didn't straight up shoot my crew member until like two episodes in. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, when he just gives me the head nod when I turn, I just like the fucking shittiest look across my face. And I, I don't... <laughs> I stalk out, but I try to make it look like I'm not stalking out. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an interesting relation. Yeah, because yes, you are a rogue trader. Yes, you are the you are the Lord Captain. But of course, yes, your command crew is more confidant than subordinate, uh, particularly a missionary, um, as they're sort of still beholden to the ecclesiarchy. It's, 
even on a rogue trader ship. So yes, it's definitely more tense than say the arch militant who's like, shit, I'm a mercenary. You pay me. I do it. <laughs> of course you could play it differently, but yeah, the Ecclesiarchy could be much more likely to be like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a thinner line when you have a, a missionary who actually buys into the yeah. role. Yeah. So it's a tighter, although there seems to be a little bit of leeway with the way John's playing the character. So, All right. Uh, we want to cut to the meeting? Uh, sure. Sure. All right. So the, the, the Adeptus Ministerum is kind of a stark opposite of the Adeptus Mechanicus as far as the uh, sort of the, the, the decor and, and how they outfit their space. So their space is very, like, regal, very high-end. So, like, the Adeptus Mechanic is very utilitarian. It's like, I don't care if it's just a steel bench as long as there's really fucking cool stuff I can play with on that bench. Whereas uh, the Ecclesiarchy is very much fanciful, like, fat, like, silken fabrics and, you know, fancy gold-laden everything... Um, so you go into a rather large, um, sort of, uh, rectory, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, of the, of the high priest. Um, they show you in, there's, la- I mean, the seats are like super plush and lavish. Um, he's sitting basically behind, yeah, or he's standing kind of in front of a large altar. Uh, and there's even like a giant mural painting, uh, uh, of the, uh, the crusades, like huge battle ships, and then you know space marines and uh, people, you know, serving the god emperor for his honor. Um, he waves a hand. Please welcome. My name is High Priest Stand. I'm sure you've heard of me. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Uh, pardon me, Lord Captain Hollerman. Indeed, your your reputation and name precedes you. Uh, your your office suits your station as a of high priest. It would. Of course it would. I would have nothing but the finest for a high priest of the God Emperor. And I'm sure I appreciate that you recognize my stature. Sometimes I don't mean to look down upon those of your kind, but sometimes those with a writ of trade seem to think that they're above the ecclesiarchy, that they're above the high Lord Emperor's commands, but I don't believe anyone is above the Lord Emperor's judgment, and I appreciate that you recognize the Ecclesiarchy's status within the Imperium. And I, I look to him, and I, I kind of put my hand out, and I'm like, all to the glory of the God Emperor. As you can see, the Ecclesiarchy is well represented, even within my own confidant group. Uh, he holds out his hand. It has a gigantor ass ring um, for you to kiss. Oh. <laughs> You've been laying it off the dick. <laughs> He's going to eat that up. Damn it. 
he he kind of gives uh, Jarnus like the, like the, the side eyeball, like, and and he reaches in and kind of gives it like a quick peck, and then he looks back at Jarnus again, like not a full like head turn, but just kind of like that side eyeball, like see the shit I got to put up with. And Jarnus just kind of smiles at him, like yes, you do have to put up with that. <laughs> so he he stands you know up to his full height and uh he says it it has come to my attention that you are um seeking a certain shall we say unmentionable item that uh you wish to be returned to the ecclesiarchy Indeed. I'm glad you've come with such fervor and recognized our rightful ownership of all artifacts of the heretical, disgusting Xenos that inhabit and infest our galaxy. We are simply seeking what is right and what is ours under the God Emperor's commands. And I would be of course, within your debt, if you were to provide that artifact to me expediently. I believe right now those who do not represent the God Emperor's best interests are trying to utilize this artifact for their own gain. Such disgusting, greedy manipulations. Well, of course, uh, the rogue traders, such as myself, are just tools for the Imperium to the greater glory of the uh, of the Emperor. Uh, of course, such endeavors are not undertaken lightly, nor are they undertaken without any risk to my own personal house, my own personal fortune. Uh, what sort of, of uh, support could you offer to us in uh, in the um, return of your artifact well of course we we would bestow upon you the grace of our beneficence and we would recognize that you're doing your duty to the imperium that you're doing what's right what the rogue traders were originally created for we have given you endless freedom and i'm sure as you know your ancestors were bequeathed the writ of trade at the bequest of the ecclesiarchy so we're simply asking for your help as we helped your family pull itself from the vile depths of the disgusting petty humanity that exists and now you live this a wondrous life of luxury from the Ecclesiarchy's request. Of course, we will pay you. Thrones are not a problem, and you would have our gratitude. But I would warn you very uh, adamantly, there are others who wish to obtain this technology, this artifact, that will utilize it not for the good of the God Emperor, but for their own selfish gains. And that is something that the Ecclesiarchy cannot stand. Who, who would dare to stand in the, in the way of the Ecclesiarchy in acquiring such a, a powerful and disgusting, as you say, Xenos artifact? 
Don't pretend to be so naive, sir. You know for a fact, first of all, there are many pirates operating on the Crotus expense, but indeed, you well are you are well aware that the Adeptus Mechanicus and their idiotic pursuit of the machine god, as if to throw in the face of the god emperor himself and his light looking to this entity, this truth of the universe is even greater than the god emperor himself, which is ridiculous. They wish to obtain this technology as well, and I would not stand for that. They cannot obtain this artifact. It is the rightful place for the ecclesiarchy to judge its merit to the Imperium. Well, their, their curiosity will be their undoing, for sure. The, uh, the emperor will see to it. Well, if, well, at some point, the emperor's hand must be forced through its agents. And I hope that you are one of them. I hope that you stand with us to uphold the god emperor's will and his commandments. And he looks at... Uh, the missionary, and smiles. You know that these artifacts are too dangerous to place in the hands of those without faith. Yeah, Jarden's just, the entire time he's been talking, Jarden's just been smiling and nodding and just kind of, you know, fist pumping every once in a while, just total agreement, everything he has said, but doesn't respond verbally at all. Eyes ablaze with the glory of the emperor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Practically shining light in the dark corners of the room. <laughs> so what say you, Lord Captain Holloman? I have given you my utmost respect, and I'm only asking for you to provide me the same. Will you provide me this artifact? Will you secure this heresy for destruction in the name of the god emperor we will seek out the artifact and we shall return it excellent excellent i knew that you would not forget those who have bequeathed such wealth upon you and of course i have to nod my head to those who make sure they keep the God Emperor's flame alight within your ship. May the God Emperor protect. May his light guide you. You'll give him a, you know, head nod, turn to look at the group and be like, you know, kind of like, you know, hand motion, like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Unless anybody says anything. No, I think I'm just there respectfully not maybe a little bit overwhelmed so i'm just i'll take my lead from from jarnan and not really speak up too much so metagame you would get some amount of profit factor probably you know within a similar range maybe two maybe three if you can convince him profit factor for returning it to them um however you would get I don't know, a lot of praise versus access to anything else particularly. You're already sort of in bed with them, right? A little bit. I mean, you have a missionary. Historically, yeah. The quest. So, like, 
yeah, they're maybe a little less likely to be overly generous versus trying to, you know, steal it away from someone who they think may not be necessarily inclined to give it to them. Even though, of course, rogue traders are still supposed to obey the god emperor. They just know for a fact they're not always, that's not always the case. They kind of do whatever the fuck they want. So, mm-hmm. you Jesse, are, are you with us? Oh no, he's he's not. I want to see if if Kane was going to say anything inappropriate before we walked out. Yeah, he was like back and forth <laughs> bouncing, like yeah, he's he's having issues at the moment. <sighs> so, assuming that Kane doesn't say anything inappropriate, then we would we would leave. Yeah, I mean, I think- Kane's not. Yeah, he's not pleased with making a deal with the ecclesiarchy. But at the same time, uh, I know that a verbal agreement isn't technically an agreement. <laughs> so I know that the deal isn't the deal until the until the uh, until the thrones are passed. So right. Well, I I would grab you when we got back on the ship to have a discussion. If he winds up staying in the hangout. <laughs> In the in, in the interim, I guess I would grab Jarnan then, when, <laughs> as we were exiting, and uh, I'd just be like, I, I hope your fears are assuaged. Uh, we uh, have a duty to fulfill, and we will find what we find on the other side of the uh, of the warp. I believe at this point it should be determined by what we find on the other side of the, the warp as to who exactly we end up making this deal with. Bold words for a, uh, for a missionary? <laughs> well, depends on which way, which path you choose us to walk down. Indeed. I will walk away. All right. Uh, I, I guess I would just grab Emma's too as well and be like, are you... Uh, are you prepared for the for the journey? Are you uh, have your head on straight? Are you uh, on board with the mission? Yes, absolutely. And I think we've put ourselves in a good bargaining position. That, like we said, until it's actually done, then we have the choice to to see where see where this takes us and get the best deal out of it. So I'm quite content. Good man. And I slap him on the back and I walk away. <laughs> All right, we lost Jesse again. God damn it, Jesse. And I want to numb nuts. <laughs> so really, that's the dumbest way I've ever <laughs> I've ever called it. What a numb nuts is <laughs> the thing I've ever said. It's not the worst thing I've ever said, but pretty dumb. <laughs> uh, do we want to, um, like, I mean, I, I'm going to hand wave your navigation shit to get to footfall so unless there's things you want to do before you're ready to head out which is more than acceptable if you want information you want to do whatever um that's totally fine um but otherwise i'm going to say you basically warp and you you know make it to footfall um which is is, is my guess is your next location but you're definitely welcome to do other stuff in between is there Information that I can garner about 
the other rogue trader oh. har stack that so would it be like an underworld thing would it be an imperium thing would it be uh inquiry i you know i can ask the missionary inquiry, or you would need common knowledge rogue trader if you wanted to know stuff about him that you just knew offhand um let me see is there another uh, Ironically enough, I don't have common lore rogue trader. You could theoretically corrals. Okay, so you could go find information on them by using individual skill checks as well. Like you could find someone to charm, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Any of those things, like interrogation, intimidate, that stuff, you could say, like, can I find someone who is part of his crew or part of his network? Um, In which case, it probably requires some sort of info gathering ahead of time, but then you could then use individuals. Um, Yeah, it looks like it's mostly... uh, Yeah, it's like... Inquiry, if you had some lore or connections, you could probably use Pure Underworld um, since Underworld would most likely know of a shady rogue trader house. So they would probably be able to connect you to someone. Or if you wanted information, you could use that. Uh, so I would ask Jarnan if he knew anything about um, it was a Harstack to see if he could call upon his network um, to see if he's someone who we could deal with above board and not just have to kill. And Aww. then I would go underworld to see what dirt we could turn up on him to see if we could leverage anything. If that didn't work, saying shooting him out of the, out of the darkness of space is more to change someone's demeanor as opposed to be more of like hey I'm fucking around we're drinking and yeah, maybe and you can combine those two do is the drinking like I'm gonna go fucking pay for a bunch of drinks at a bar and see who has loose lips about what's going on right you could do that too. I mean I could do that too yeah I would say that, that would be corrals like you could go like just go be like fuck, I'm going to hang out at, like, every possible bar and just throw my money around for a week to fucking see what I can find. <laughs> you could do that. I don't know that I would do a week. I might do, like, a night or two while the well, I mean, crew is... I mean, whatever you say. Yeah, fit... yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I, I will give you the caveat. If you roll a hundred, anything other than a hundred... It'll just be fail or, or pass with degrees or whatever. Not so much on the fail. But if you get 100, I'm definitely going to penalize you a profit factor because you just blow off. Like, you're just buying a fucking, like, it's just like all crystal fountain book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Carousing as, like, as hardcore as you could possibly go. Right. And still not get any information. <laughs> So it's up to you whether you want to do. Yeah, I would say corrals, underworld, or uh, 
you did inquiry from Jarnan. Yeah, I, I, I would ask Jarnan to do that. Uh, I would go, if so, given the option, then I'll do uh, Underworld because that's going to be a 60 as opposed to 20 because I have basic corrals. Uh, oh, well, yeah, that's not great. All right. So, all right. Fuck, 65 out of 60. Um, horrible at this. I know, it's terrible. Pretty tight-lipped. Most people, your Seneschal's agents, go. they go around and try to find out what they can. A lot of people are tight-lipped. They are hesitant, clearly, because the house has been on the decline. So people have sold them out a lot and they've whittled down their ranks now to the most ardent believers uh, and most loyal subjects of, of their dynasty. So yeah, no one's talking. Plus they have a really, really valuable and sought after artifact. So people have clammed up a lot. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Does Jarnan's network turn up anything? Way that we can. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I can uh, let Jarnan go first. All right. Um, well, I'm gonna send out. I want to send out like a handful of acolytes to just kind of, not even to find out, you know, anything bad about Harstack or anything like that, but just to get information on, you know kind of with the guise of we want to kind of, we know that he's kind of been on the out and out lately and we want to help him out a little bit. And so finding out things that he likes, things that, you know, what his demeanor is lately, find out what would be the best way of getting in his good graces would be. Um, And this sounds fucked up but i want to send out the younger acolytes that i have because people are more inclined to think that children would want to go work for him so that they would actually be able to put food on the table um and nobody knows that they actually do have a job already (laughs) whatever i watch game of thrones fuck off so (laughs) so yeah i want to send out like a half a dozen or so okay so we got uh, 29 out of 50. Damn. All right. Nice. I'm really liking um, this fellowship skill. <laughs> they do a pretty good job. Uh, <laughs> thing, um, looking for, they do a, they're fair. They're very convincing, um, as opportunistic, um, you know, kind of up and comers looking for a break. Um, they find out from the agents uh, of uh, Harstat that the house, he feels a lot of pressure to restore the honor of his house. So it, they were, you know, a force to be reckoned with. They, so that, that is kind of the difference. They don't have a lot of wealth directly so they have kind of extended their resources to the limit they don't have a lot of kind of that disposable resources to put into action they do have a massive ship 
like a cruiser sized ship because it's from like fucking 10,000 years ago when they, you know, got that writ of trade and were basically, uh, you find out they basically were bequeathed a military cruiser in order to, you know, spread the will of the God Emperor. So they have a gigantic amount of kind of invested resource in this ship, but clearly no one can buy like a cruiser outright. So they can't trade it down and they've kind of extended their cash level. So they're very, they're, they're sort of desperate, but at the same time, kind of the honor thing is touchy um, but basically, he's trying to use the opportunity in the Chrome's Expanse to kind of restore the good name of his trader house. Um, not really last-ditch effort per se, but he normally would be less inclined to deal directly, for instance, in Xenos artifacts. He would normally be doing things like re- uh, re-taking imperial worlds that were lost, you know, thousands of years ago, or subjugating planets, or exploiting resources. He was more on that side of things versus in Xenos, he was normally just like destroy them and, you know, do what you're supposed to do. Um, but at this point, it's more of a matter of do I, you know, survive and grow any way I can or do I kind of fade into obscurity and end up some fucking skeleton ship in the middle of God knows where because I'm trying to find the next big score. That's fair. So I have two questions we can roll. So could I do, I know you gave us a description on kind of what the artifact is. Is it worth doing? I have, Forbidden Lord Xenos, would there be any more information we could get, or... You would have to actually see the artifact. Okay. Yeah, if you found it, uh, or saw where it was from, yeah, or, or saw kind of like hollow images of it, that, you know, holographic images, you could, you, could, you could maybe pull some of that, but you would actually have to, yeah, based on just what you've heard, you wouldn't be able to pull necessarily information. And then the other one was obviously with the turbulent past for our machine spirit, we get plus 20 to social test with pirates. Would that be something we can lean on now finding some pirates to talk to them if they know anything about the house or is that more for interaction when we're actually out on the ship itself? Um, Port Wonder would have pirates, less pirates than say, Footfall, where it's less, where it's not fully imperial space, but yeah, there's a black market. You could find pirates to talk to if you wanted to find pirates on on Port One. That's where you really get. I mean, Footfall is kind of a an outpost way station more than anything. So if you really want to get like hardcore equipment repairs, dry dock stuff, you'd have to be a Port Wonder anyway. So, yeah, you can find pirates for sure if you want to. Well, I just mean if we do a social test, we have plus 20, obviously, with the background. Yeah. Would that be, would it be worth rolling to see if they've had it, pirates have any feeling if this is a house that's struggling? Maybe they 
worked with pirates or dealt with pirates in the past, we can get some more information from them, maybe. Uh, yeah, you can try. Yeah, sure. Should that be John rolling then, right? Uh, mm. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I'd be rolling against seventy. Because <laughs> it's plus. Game. So it's plus. Well, 20, so, right? Yeah. So no, while we, we were carousing, find I guess right, you know. Well, so maybe, um, like Kevin said, maybe what? Mm, mm. I'm wondering if we shouldn't wait until we get to Footfall because they have Footfall. more specific information, maybe since he's there. Yeah. Maybe about what's going on in the current scenario. Do they have? You know, is there security ramped up? Is there? You know, are they seeing people individually? Like maybe we can get some more. Specific information we get the footfall. Okay, which is an extra role. It's an extra role we can do. It obviously has a, a bit of a bonus. So, mm-hmm. Jesse, are you are you in? Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's have a conversation real quick yeah. while we're in the warp. <laughs> All right, guys, get ready. Your navigator opens his third eye and is like, "Ah, oh, I see the God Emperor's light," and then you're in the warp for an indeterminate amount of days. I hate this. Part. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I uh, and I say, uh, close the door. I look left, I look right. I'm like, there is no fucking way that asshole is getting this artifact. I will burn this fucking thing myself. Uh, yeah, I am uh, not too pleased with how that, that went down. And I, uh, I, I I do like telling you I told you so. So I'm gonna say that uh that priest there he's a he's a mighty tricky one. The arrogance, the the pompacity, it it ah oh, it just rankles me. I'll tell you what uh let go of your cheeks there for a sec and I uh, and I think that it definitely definitely narrows down our point of return on this one. Well, it's to say if we return it at all, again, we can always keep this uh, for ourselves if we can figure it out. That's a good point, Dick. Um, uh, if, if there was some way, I, I, I somewhat enjoy sparring with Jarnus. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a game that we both play, and I, I think he understands. But to have to kiss the ring of that shit, that little shit, if there was a way to make him pay, you could be sure we would uh, handle it. I'll tell you what, I think uh, taking the Xenos gear and uh, seeing what we can do with it and then rolling on past him, I think, might, uh, might be the little middle finger that you're looking for there, boss. True, true. That is true. That is true. I, I was going for more, uh, a little more visceral. Uh, my ire is still up. But, uh, yeah, that, that would be um, even just selling it to uh, be uh, the thumb to the nose that maybe uh, would be required in this situation. You mean the greatest revenge isn't living a good life? Shove <laughs> <laughs> it in this guy's face. Uh, your, your, your counsel is, is most appreciated. Yeah. I, I offer uh, yeah. the the top shelf Amasek that I keep in my in my room. 
<laughs> he actually prefers mid shelf. The top shelf doesn't burn quite enough. Uh, then you will uh, you will need to um, refresh yourself somewhere other than here. Then <sighs> I have a decent enough stock in my own quarters. Thank you, though, Captain. Indeed. All right. So as you guys you guys prepare for your trip, you guys are in the warp. As you're in the warp, uh, you're there. You're in the warp for maybe it's hard to tell specific time. It feels like four or five days. Um, Within those days, um, everyone kind of has weird dreams um, where it's like you're running. Um, let's, so for uh, Kane, you're like you're in battle and you're running toward the enemy rifle to the ready. And as you're running, you, you skip basically time so you're like running toward them and then all of a sudden you're 20 yards ahead and then uh, i thought you meant like i was playing hopscotch or something yeah you start <laughs> skipping like a little girl whoa, whoa, whoa. No. uh like it's like literally like cut to you're 20 yards ahead and there's gunfire around and then cut to your 10 yards left of that and you're fighting again um and then, uh, you know, every, other folks, it, it, you know, it may be um, for uh, Jarnan, it's, it's, you know, you're, you have a flamer and you're, you know, just flaming Xenos eggs uh, and destroying this hive. And then, you know, you cut to, you know, all of a sudden you're, you know, 10 feet away and you're backing away from this, you know, hive mother and then cut to uh, your, uh, you know, being impaled by it. Uh, And then, you know, uh, everyone else kind of has a similar type uh, dream. Maybe your ship is lurching. Uh, And then even when you're awake, everything seems normal then – all of a sudden, like, you'll just hear kind of whispers in your ear uh, or, or even just inside your head, the blind leap, the blind leap. And you'll hear that just occasionally, and you don't know what to make of it. People hear shit happens in the warp. It's weird. Uh, but that's kind of, that's what you're getting. Um before you lurch out of warp uh, and you see footfall in uh, on your sensors, they clear you for docking. And, and I think we're going to call it for there for the evening. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. Yeah, what are you guys' thoughts? I was off my game since I've been sick and busy as shit, and this evening was a real fucking nightmare. So, uh, <laughs> but I made it. Well, we Ooh, recovered. We appreciate you, uh, you know, coming on still because you you could have called it. So, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do that to you guys.
Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Stylistically, I didn't really plan a fight per se on purpose eventually. I kind of let you guys leave it up to how fast you moved towards stuff. I really figured Port Wonder would be less of a direct fight. I kind of thought about having you fight to start, kind of like a jump into a fight, but I don't really love doing that. I think that stutters the role play for people listening. Um, but yeah, I feel like Port Wonder's a little more safe space, at least until you piss people off. So that's kind of why I didn't jump you into a fight right away or anything. So. Well, like you said, it's more like a safe space. It's, you know, Imperial controlled or Imperium controlled. Yeah. So, you know, we wouldn't necessarily yeah. want to start shit and start shooting people. Yeah. Necessarily. You <laughs> theoretically, but it's a lot. You could probably murder a pirate real easy. You could maybe murder another captain if he wasn't part of the Imperial ranks or whatever. Maybe you could get away with that. Even if they are, maybe you'd get away with it. But yeah. Um, this one was kind of, I was kind of going more toward like building up what you're looking for and letting you kind of get information about what you might be up against. So, Well, it's good too, because it, it kind of like sets up the crew. It sets up the interactions. Um, you know, it kind of lets people sort of spread their legs um, role play wise, although, you know, a lot of it was kind of like a one-on-one -on -one sort of thing. So it was, it was kind of like turned back to the crew, like, well, what do you guys think? What, what you know, what, what's your opinion on this? And so it's not to be like sort of a, you know, we could have run this session with just you and me. <laughs> uh, you could have, but I think it's interesting. I mean, eventually I think the decisions make, uh, there are consequences, right. On, is your missionary super devout? Is your, you know, are you like super against one thing or the other? So, um, yeah, like you guys could have split up, I guess, and said like one person go to the ecclesiarchy, one person. I mean, you can split up as much as you want. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, I think eventually maybe you'll have less kind of everyone in a group with the rogue trader talking. I, that's, I still hate sometimes having a rogue trader directly for that reason because sometimes it's like the rogue trader is the one negotiating everything versus mm -hmm. like... When I, and I think my, my concern was whether John wanted to play it that way or not. If he wants it to be more, you know, he's first among well, the players. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to cut you guys yeah. out. But I think, it, I think it broke down really good that you obviously see some fissures in the group, but then also <laughs> I think Bessie's character. Now I'm having questions too, because they're all, so I think it, I think it worked out really well. I think that what we thought the way it would break down, it happened, but then it also put some twists in to actually change that a bit. So I think that was really, really good. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I couldn't, I didn't couldn't resist throwing in those twists. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was one sided just for me running it. I felt like, Everyone was in on it. So I didn't feel that way. If anyone feels like the way I can, I'll, I'll definitely, I think as we go forward, there's definitely like shit though. That's like, uh Oh, the void master has to roll some real critical shit. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, the arch got the first 100 out of the way. So yeah. Like the arch <laughs> has to shoot things like a motherfucker. Although everyone has to shoot things like a motherfucker. That's to be that. There is no way you get it in this game. You can't just be a guy who can't shoot anything or stab something. You have to kill stuff. 
everyone has to kill stuff um, or you will die. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think, I think um, I thought, I, I thought it was a nice kind of build of the party and kind of like getting everything cohesive and building the world a little bit on kind of factions working against each other um, and let you kind of guys get the background info that you wanted versus just being like, all right, go find this guy. You don't know anything about him. Um, so I'm trying to, yeah, I try to like, as you were like, Hey, can we know this? Sure. Let's, let's, I'll give you information that you can then use, you know, for instance, like if you didn't roll ridiculously well on the ecclesiarchy guy, maybe you didn't know he was a pompous dick who thought you owed him something, right. Then you would have been more likely to piss him off. So there were definitely yeah, roles yeah. that were, you got some really good roles on information to use on how to interact um, that in a normal, I guess normally I don't always do that, but the style of game, I feel like Rogue Trader lends itself being like, you know enough to manipulate this person. Hmm. Some. Well, we didn't really roll like in that, context as far as like communication because i think i actually have something that gives me like a plus 10 uh pure nobility plus 10 interaction so uh, you know theoretically that would have been potentially a nobility interaction but we didn't actually roll for anything because we didn't i guess we didn't really negotiate we're like i'm gonna offer you this like well that's not good enough i want that yeah and then you know go ahead and make a roll we just kind of sort of went with it to sort of feel it out like so my intention was more to kind of like feel out what everything was and then assuming we have possession of the item be like yeah. well, we have it now so now let's talk yeah, about you can be like yeah, yeah yeah you can tell me whatever you want until i'm fucking sitting on this artifact and then do you want it or not i mean that's a total yeah, like yeah no one's gonna fault a rogue trader for being like by the way you know that thing you said that you were gonna give me i want double that's, mm -hmm. that's how that works so no one would put that past a road trader everyone knows that they're scoundrels so right <laughs> they do what it takes to, to make a buck so yeah i mean i think yeah there's definitely that and then i kind of forgot it didn't make a lot of sense in this case in some cases it could have but you also have the rogue trader ability where you can get the plus 10 to someone else's role, to another person's role with the, right. like, I don't know what it's called, inspire. It's like an inspiring command or something um, where you basically can give someone a plus 10 on a check every turn. Um, but that's only when you can actually, like, yell at them, like, work harder or you better make that shot or I'm yeah. getting to death. <laughs> like, that, you have to, you can't be, like, sitting in front of someone and being, like, negotiate harder or I'm going to punch <laughs> yeah. you in the face. It doesn't make any sense. So you have that, I think, um, as a general, but I don't think that's when you, I don't think you choose an option of that versus something else. But, um, yeah. You just get that one as a rogue trader. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll come into play eventually as well, as far as helping you guys out. Um, but as you can see, you can get some wildly variable results. No, I, I, Maybe he's not really connected. <laughs> I kind of 
Yeah, I was kind of going back and forth. It dropped for a second for me, but yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're going to assume that Jesse had a good time. Then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, feedback is welcome. I, I hate my connection. The game. I had a good time. I want to take the game to be what you guys prefer than her. I mean, just running shit. So, you know, I, I don't take it personally. You guys are like, I wanted to fight more shit or be more argumentative and shit. But it's session one. So I like to build a little bit. Well, we're, yeah, we're, we're sussing everything out. We're kind of feeling out roles and yeah. player shoot connections. Like that. Like that. <laughs> there is no, no game that's going to fight. No, I spent. I spent a couple of months thinking on a single character and then I switched my role. And so I think today for me, it was like just kind of trying to figure out who Kane is. <laughs> so, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to push him too much and, and dive into too much shit, but I got some ideas that I want to do next round, next session. So awesome. Yeah. Next session is going to be fun because football will be fun. Also, I didn't really... Hold on a second, keep my connection. You will have... Uh, like, there are other rogue traders there, but just in case, for future reference, if there's only... If there's no rogue trader on the station, whichever rogue trader shows up is technically in charge of the station. Well, see, and I was thinking about that because if they're descending, assuming no one else is there, I assume I'm in charge. That it, yeah, if there's not another rogue trader on board who assumed command previously, technically, if there's only one rogue trader aboard Footfall, they are in charge of Footfall. That is how it actually is governed. Now, if there's already one there, they're in charge, and you can argue about it, but. And if there's more than one, then, you know, it's who technically whoever is there and hasn't left. But, yes, if there were no other drug traders aboard and John shows up, he runs the station. So that's a full well, – We'll definitely we're gonna, – we're going to challenge that since his decrepit, hollow house has no value to me. Assuming someone more powerful isn't there when we get there, then yeah. he's, he's going to be put in his place pretty quick. Or I'm attempt to, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a fun power struggle of rogue traders at Footfall because they make the decisions on justice or what goes. So, yeah, maybe you can convince people that you should be the one technically making those calls instead of that asshat. You never know. There's a lot of stuff you can do. I just forgot to mention that about Footfall. <laughs> But John, yeah, no, I remember previous games. <laughs> it just so happens the rest of you may not know that. But when you land on Footfall, you better make damn sure what rogue traders are on board. Yeah, that, that'll be one of the first things that we find out about. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm well aware. Uh, I'm glad you remember it, because that's one of the more fun facts of this universe. <laughs> now, say there are a couple other rogue traders on Footfall, and then we show up in our... And John's house is is the most profitable, most valuable one. The, is it that another road trader is already on the ship, so they they have control of it, or is it like John's house shows up and he's the most prolific one, so he's assumes control over the other road traders? Technically, it's 
whoever was there first and hasn't left, and then if they leave, technically I believe I'll have to read, but I believe it defaults to the next person who arrived. But that's not to say that you couldn't make a case that you should be the one in charge because you, if you are better at being a rogue trader, you're more profitable. If you're better off, you could make the argument that these morons don't know what they're doing. That's why they're poor and stupid and that you should be in charge. And you <laughs> and theoretically, maybe people would say, yeah, you're right. Clearly you're the smarter and better of them. So we're not listening to them because it's more about just kind of who they listen to. Um, mm -hmm. so it, may, it would be contested for sure. You couldn't just, you, you wouldn't just show up and immediately go, Oh, we have a higher profit factor because mm -hmm. they'd say, Oh, you have a higher profit factor. <laughs> this motherfucker has a cruiser and he could literally glass this station. So he could just say, maybe I'll just blow the station to fuck. And then people are like, and that's when me and my crew sneak on board his cruiser and stab him in the throat. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you can do that. So, yeah. It, but, yeah, he can say that. Um, but, yeah, it's, I think it technically punts to kind of like who, in order of who was there longest, is in charge. Um, but once someone leaves, it punts to the next person. Um, and then when no road gotcha. trainer is there, it's kind of, govern autonomously to just try not to die just everyone kind of do your job i guess <laughs> basically what happens <laughs> up i will whip everyone to death it's not doing a better job so. so it's like when the boss calls out sick that one day and everybody's kind of left to their own devices <laughs> yeah exactly like that you just kind of just dick around a little bit and hope that it i mean it won't fall. It's not like the station is going to break apart, and no one's working real hard if there's no road trader there to yell at them. So, <laughs> good deal. All right, guys. Awesome. Thank you guys for playing. Yep. Thank, you. Thank you for running. I will do my Thank best. You do. Really late. See, next time. see you next Monday. I'll stat out everything. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. See ya. Night, guys. See you guys. See you later.